Hello guys and welcome back to another free agency podcast by your not usual host Harrison Colby and as always I'm joined by the usual host Macaulay. How are you doing Maca? Uh, yeah good, a uh, bit disappointed we've not had any big uh, free agent signings that have happened lately but you know good and excited to hear all the moves that I've probably not heard about from yourself. Yeah well you know they don't call me Britain's Ian Rappaport for nothing. I've got all the scoops. You do, you do. Let's get into it. Well, Cardinals, they have done nothing since we last spoke, I don't think. Pretty sure Hudson were there before we spoke, weren't he? Uh, Yeah, 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 Ronnie Hudson. Yeah, yeah, we spoke about him, yeah. So the Falcons, uh, last time all they had done was sign Lee Smith, the tight end from Buffalo. They have signed linebacker Brandon Copeland. Running back Mike Davis for two years, five and a half million. And linebacker Bacavius Mingo, that is a name. That is a name <laughs> to a one-year deal. Not much there to really talk about. Falcons only have 1.2 million in cap space, so that does make sense there. And the Cardinals have 5.5, so I reckon them two are probably done. Just waiting for draft to happen. The contracts they can give out to all draft drafted players um, the Ravens not done anything since we last spoke the Bills Trubisky uh, one year 2.25 million Jacob Hollister tight end I like that signing I think that's a decent signing but I don't think we spoke about Trubisky much um, maybe we did but what do you think about Trubisky being back up to Josh Allen uh, yeah, I think that happened like live while we were doing uh, the last pod, didn't it? Trubisky making that move. I'm sure yeah, that happened uh, yeah. during the pod, so we didn't really speak about it. But yeah, uh, I think we like briefly said how it was definitely a weird one. And you'd feel um, it could have been utilised definitely somewhere else. Because we were mentioning, obviously, about Jake Fromm as well, weren't we? Obviously, you know, they drafted yeah. him last year. So it is a very strange one because he ain't going to replace Josh Allen, is he? Unless, obviously, Allen gets hurt really seriously. Yeah. So. It's a weird I mean, that's the, yeah, that's the thing now. A lot of teams want solid backups, don't they? Because it's seems to be becoming a more physically physical demanding league. You know, like a lot of quarterbacks are runners now who get out of the pocket <laughs> who are, who are getting receiving big hits. So, and Josh Allen likes to scramble. So you know, makes sense getting a decent backup for him. Well, I mean, how, how much did you say they paid him again? Sorry. 2.25 Ah oh, yes yeah it's yeah. definitely worth I mean yeah yeah I mean I'm surprised I didn't pay a bit more for him to be fair but yeah 2.25 for a backup and you're getting yeah, you, your backup with um, plenty of experience you think some team would have yeah you think some team would have paid him yeah I, uh, I, I feel like it's just the stigma that's attached to Trubisky like you just yeah. know your fan base ain't going to be thrilled you know if you mention if you if you bring in Trubisky you're starting QB anyway obviously no fan base is going to be thrilled and then there's just a stick it's like Winston in it when Winston got let go by the books um he had that stigma attached where people were like I don't really want to sign him as my starting QB and you know Trubisky might be like that for a few years unfortunately yeah ah poor lad but moving <laughs> to the moving on to the Panthers um can't quite remember where it was so signed Hassan Reddick, maybe that'll be four. Um David Moore, wide receiver, two years, five million. And Titan Dan Arnold, two years, six million. Odd signings. But you know, after, uh, 
their caps. I think I think they still have quite a bit of cap room, do the Panthers? Let me find. They have twenty six million left, so they could still be planning something big. There's still a few free agents left out there who sort of be picked up as we talked about on the on the episode five, you know, like like Sammy Watkins and other players like that. So maybe that maybe the Panthers are just holding out till after the draft, maybe. Yeah, I think it looks like a lot of teams are trying to do that. Innit? I don't mind the Arnold acquisition. I think I mentioned Arnold before. I do like him. He's not the most physical, big tight end, but definitely a great receiving tight end. On the yeah. you know third and long third and long situations, he's perfect. But yeah, I don't mind that signing. But yeah, I think like you say, after the draft, make a bit more of a big splash than they are at the moment. Yep. So the Bears, you know, we were talking about Trubisky. They're bringing Dalton one year, ten million. Um, <clears throat> Offensive lineman Jermaine Ifedi, one year, five million. Um, Desmond Truffaut, one year contract. Cut Kyle Fuller. Signed Broncos legend Jeremiah Attachu. I'll miss you, Jeremiah. <laughs> and uh, signed Super Bowl hero Damian Williams to a one year contract. I like that deal. Obviously, Williams missed all last season to take care of his mother, which, you know, a fair play to man. It's the, it's the Dalton one, really. That's the one that stands out. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we mentioned in it. I don't think any Bears fans are thrilled, thrilled with that QB competition you mentioned of Dalton <laughs> and Falls. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, the defence carries them. We all know that. I mean, you've got Cleo Mack and other guys at the back. Like, Desmond Trufant's a decent signing. Yeah, it's, it's experience, in it? Because obviously their D-line is the stronger part of the defence but uh, yeah it's yeah. definitely um, experience on that secondary but yeah I mean you just you just I mean, they've done well to keep Alan Robinson unless obviously you know that tag and trade situation happens that you did mention could happen but hopefully mm-hmm. that doesn't happen but I don't know because I mean Dalton had a good back end of the season for Dallas if it if, if, if came in quite well for um, Dak when Dak got injured but I don't know it's just it's not really a big splash, is it? And obviously the Bears are in such a tough division with the like Packers and the Vikings. So yeah, I just, just I don't know. I feel, I feel like maybe just the maybe they're just <laughs> when what what are the Bears picks in the draft again? Remind me, sorry. The Chicago Bears oh, are on the twentieth. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I, I think if Mac Jones is available, you know that you know that pick I think maybe you know you take QB and you're just obviously sitting behind Dalton and get him to learn I mean, and you've got Foles in that QB room as well so it's two experienced guys so that's the only thing I could yeah, think yeah. the Bears are maybe trying to do because I mean that quarterback situation ain't great for this season but yeah I mean yeah I just don't know what else to say about it really but I think Mac Jones if they take Mac Jones or if one of these other QB falls or even um, is Kyle Trask is going in the drafting this year yeah yeah I mean, when, when does James Trask... Newman? You know, there's a nah, few. Yeah, I don't really like the other guys. Don't like Newman and Bond, but Trask. I, like I don't them. hate too much. When when Trask are project, projectors get picked, is it like second or third? Second, third, yeah. Same, same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So maybe even like, you know, taking Kyle Trask or something like that. Like, I won't hate that for the Bears, but yeah, I think I can see him drafting a QB. It won't surprise me if they did draft a QB. Maybe I don't. I can't see it in first round myself, unless say maybe they trade back and into late first round. But I think I think first round they go. Actually, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe they go receiver if if they're thinking Robinson might leave. But yeah, I don't hate a day two quarterback for the for the Bears. But 
Moving on to the Cincinnati Bengals. Cut Geno Atkins, who I had in my uh, all-star team. Um, traded away Ryan Finley, which, I mean, fair play. Fair play. Um, signed, and they signed Eli Apple. But big one there, cutting Geno Atkins. Not sure what he does, because he, he, he was out for nearly all of last season. So not sure who picks him up. But, you know, like you were saying, when we did the all-star teams, he... Uh, just a big name, isn't he? So I can see him getting quite a lot of money just just for the name. Um, I mean, yeah, that's the way it's been looking. A lot of people are just in the mood to add experience at the minute, out there to the teams. Obviously, Gene yeah. Watkins, you know, just emulates that. So I mean, I don't know. I think yeah, he gets paid, but I don't know. His, pro- his production's obviously on a decline. Like you mentioned, obviously missed all that season, but. Still a big name, still a big guy and big name to have in your team, and so if you can get him for the right amount of money, then yeah, definitely yeah. pick up Gino. Yeah. But I'm not panicking or rushing to sign Gino Atkins or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So move on to the Cleveland Browns. Since we last spoke, they signed Troy Hill, cornerback, two years, nine million. Signed linebacker Anthony Walker, one year, three and a half million. And they signed Malik Jackson to a one-year deal. The money hasn't been announced yet, but Malik, you know, scored in the Super Bowl 50 win for the Broncos. Um, decent, experienced interior defensive lineman, so I think that's a decent little pick. I think that the Browns have had a good free agency, you know, bringing in John Johnson, getting Rashad Higgins back, now Malik Jackson. It's a decent, decent off-season so far for the Browns. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not not too many big names, but obviously just making sure they bring the right guys in and obviously getting them on good money. But yeah, yeah, not too many big names, but you're right, uh, good depth, good depth that they're bringing in. Yeah, moving on to the your favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> uh, signed Jordan Lewis, cornerback, three years, sixteen and a half million, eight million guaranteed, and Keanu Neal. You know, could play. There's been talks of him going to linebacker instead of safety, but that's two decent signings there that are going to help that secondary. Now, obviously, we've said it needed help, so two decent signings for Cowboys there. Yeah, uh, um, I don't know. Um, the Keanu Neal one, I don't mind. I've, yeah, I've seen that they're on about moving him, obviously, to like outside line, like linebacker out there or like inside linebacker yeah. or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Jordan Lewis, I think they've overpaid there. I don't think Jordan Lewis is good at all. I think you could put Jordan Lewis in a college game and he'd struggle against some college wide receivers. I've, I've watched a lot of tape on Jordan Lewis before. Yeah, that's such a random thing to do, I know. But for some reason, I've always <laughs> just seen a lot of Jordan Lewis tape. And I've never, yeah. I think it's probably because I always see, a, I think it's pro football focus. I always just see stuff on there and it never looks good and it's always people talking about his fundamentals just not being right and but yeah I think they're in panic Dallas are just panicking with that defense and as soon as they see a name but that makes me surprised they've obviously not got one gone for one of these bigger names that are available so and they just brought in um, they brought in Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator now aren't they as well from the Atlanta Falcons but I mean he's he had like I think in the last six seasons at Atlanta, Dan Quinn had uh, one of his defences in the top ten. So is this really the guy you want to bring in to improve your defence? Do you know what I mean? In six years at Atlanta, only one of his defences in that team were a top ten defence in the NFL. So, I mean, not a great not a great statistic. Dallas yeah. Fans. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But, you know, we'll see. We'll see if Neil can improve improve that defense. Obviously, coming from the Falcons with Dan Quinn, so maybe they can get That's some out of him. Um, yeah. Moving on to the then mighty Denver Broncos, bringing in <laughs> Kyle Fuller. Love that signing. And to finish off the best secondary in the league, re-signed Kareem Jackson, five million one year. Then five starters. Jackson, Simmons at safety. You've got Bryce Callahan in the slot. Darby and um, Kyle Fuller. What a what a secondary that is. Yeah, I mean it should it should be a lot much better secondary for you guys this year, like definitely. But obviously, looks good on paper. Is it just going to look good on the field? That's the main thing. Uh, well, you know, people come to Denver to give up, so maybe, maybe, <laughs> don't maybe it, it. don't. Maybe it doesn't look great on the field, but you know, I, 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 I like these signings just for the fact they shouldn't mean we go cornerback now in the draft. You know, yeah. I, I want, I, I want Trey Lance. I want Trey Lance. I want him. I want to trade up and get him. So that's that's why I want to happen. But we're probably just going to take me Micah Parsons, which you know you can't really complain about. But yeah, yeah he's so, today, didn't he? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Did you see his forty? I haven't. No. Four three nine. He ran forty yard dash. Four three nine. Well, it's an <laughs> it's an unofficial time. All these forty times are unofficial because it's not the combine. But you know, he's that's that's not bad, is it? That's it's not exactly slow. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but um, moving on to the Detroit Lions, uh, bringing in they've brought in since we last spoke. Randy Bullock, the uh, kicker, you know, decent signing. Um, Rashad Perriman, wide receiver for one year, three million. Um, signed linebacker Alex Anzalone, one year, two million. Can't remember if we spoke about the fact they got Jamal Williams and Michael Brockers, but you know, they've come in. But some some decent signings for the Lions. Obviously, the big one we got, but um, bringing in, I like Rashad Perriman. He's a decent receiver. And then Michael Brockers is decent on interior defence, so a few decent little signings, but in that division, it's you need more than that, don't you? <laughs> loads, yeah, loads more. I, yeah, Detroit need to make a big splash if they want to. But I think they, I think they realise they're probably not going to be challenging, so just being patient, biding the time, because they ain't going to challenge, are they? And I think they know that. Still got 25 million left in cap space, so maybe maybe they do something there, but. Um, yeah, it's not a great team, which you don't want to, you don't like to hear. Um, talk, talking of that division, going to the Packers, um, we signed Kevin King, one year, six million, and tight end Masad, Mercedes Lewis, two years, eight million. Going to be honest, I don't, I don't know who that is. Apparently, they've re-signed him as well. So fair enough. Kevin King, he's a decent cornerback, so. Fair enough, I'm bringing him back, but I just feel like losing Corey Lindsley. I feel like they're gonna really, they're gonna see the impact of that. That will, yeah. I mean, it's like when you mentioned with, uh, you know, like teams losing long snappers. Just the difference that makes <laughs> to obviously, you know, no, I'm being serious though. You know, just the difference that made obviously, you know, with special teams and obviously it messes yeah, up punters, yeah. messes up everything in it. And obviously Rogers always taking snaps from a guy at centre is definitely yeah. gonna mess you up. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. 
you're totally right. Like you made the fair point about the long snappers, and I think it's the exact yeah. same situation with Lindsay and uh, Aaron Rodgers, and obviously it's going to be missed now. So, but yeah, like I think you'll see snap, some. Yeah. A long snapper has like what five, six snaps a game. A centre's got about seventy to eighty snaps. So, you know, obviously we were saying how it can mess up a special team. Imagine what a worse centre can do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you'll, I think the first couple of weeks of the season you'll see little mistakes with uh, Aaron yeah, Rodgers and yeah. the centres. I think you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll definitely see some bad snaps or some like slow or a lot of um, a lot of false starts. You'll definitely see a Maybe, lot of false yeah. starts. Like um, rest of O line who've obviously been there a while, expecting the centre to snap it, but the centre not realising he needs to snap it that quick. So yeah, oh, I reckon I love a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of flags. That clip of the. Steelers, where the centre just holds the ball and all the <laughs> all the offensive line start moving. Oh, I love that clip. But yeah, I reckon I reckon you'll definitely see some of that happening first few weeks of the season. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, it's not like like we've talked about the O line. There's some decent centres, but not really first round caliber centres. So I suppose the Broncos started a third rounder and the Cowboys started a fourth rounder last season. So. You know, maybe I reckon they'll they'll probably address centre in draft. Oh yeah, you can definitely pick up good centres like mid because I think uh, like Washington got Chase Rulier, he's like a fifth rounder. So you definitely do pick up these decent because obviously I mean the centre's not the most herald well heralded position you know in all of yeah. NFL is it? But you know like I mean it's, you still got to put a bit of respect on it because it is a difficult position to play. But yeah, you can I think they'll yeah I think they'll draft someone definitely third fourth. Yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens there. So going to the Texans, uh, you know, there's just a lot of rubbish here. Brought in Ryan Finley, uh, Philip Lindsay. You hate to see it, don't you? You just hate to see it. Hopefully, he has a decent year and gets out of there for a good team. And then uh, Edge, they brought in Jordan Jenkins, two years, six million. But again, it's just nobody's on two-year, one-year deals. For about two between two to five million, I just don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Obviously, you know the the thing that's happening with Deshaun Watson at the minute. We're going to go into that after we talk about this, but I don't know where the tech. I, I just don't know what to say about the Texans. To be honest, Maka, I just don't. But we literally say the the same thing every week. Like <laughs> they're just not changing our opinion on them at all. It's just. Yeah, like you say, don't know what is going through their heads. What what are they playing? Uh, just all you gotta do is just make a splash, just sign someone big, or just uh, maybe just everyone bigs turn them down. Maybe I mean maybe yeah, maybe they are, but you don't even see rumors, do you, of like players getting contacted yeah. by them or on visits or anything? And like you say, it's just signing a bunch of nobodies. It must be. I don't know any Texans fans. I wish I did. I wish I knew some Texans fans. It just must be so frustrating. Just yeah, reading yeah. these nobodies you're signing, maybe losing your best quarterback, and then yeah, oh, you've lost JJ Watt, your team leader for the last what nine, ten years. Yeah, yeah, whole city is in turmoil. <laughs> Indianapolis Colts signing your boy T.Y. Hilton for a one-year, ten million dollar uh, deal, eight million of it guaranteed. You said you really liked Hilton, so. What are your thoughts on that? I think I think it's a, the right thing to do for the Colts. Oh yeah, obviously yeah. I mean I like him, so it's a good signing. But I'm ups, I'm upset about it. I did want to see him. I mentioned last week, didn't I, that I wanted to see him go to like one of these teams that might draft a young QB like Jacksonville, 
yeah. maybe you know, like Carolina, like something like that. I would have definitely liked to see him. I think I just want to see him in a new uniform, fresh start, and then uh, I feel like uh, I don't know, maybe at India he will get utilized a bit more, especially with a guy like Carson who can overthrow the ball sometimes. So he might get utilized a bit more. Not overthrow as in the sense of throwing the ball too long. Sorry, I mean like uh, very pass heavy. Sometimes yeah, throwing it a bit further than Old Man Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> it can be a bit pass heavy sometimes, can uh, Carson. So maybe he'll get some better stats. Um, you know, maybe like get um, appreciated a bit more among receivers in the NFL. But yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't hate it. Obviously, he deserves to get paid and get re-signed. But I would have liked to see him somewhere new. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, the Jacksonville Jaguars signed CJ Bradford, so maybe I don't think they're going to Trevor now. I think they're <laughs> CJ Beathard. That's where they go in with quarterback. Urban Meyer's comeback for CJ Beathard. Um, the Chiefs signing Mike Remmers, one year, three, 3.5 million. Um, you know, they've had a big downgrade at tackle, but then upgraded guard. So I guess, I guess you know, the Chiefs are, I mean, it's the Chiefs, isn't it? So they're always going to be fine, but just odd that they got rid of Schwartz and Fisher to bring in Remmers and um, I don't even know that they're going to play over tackle. It's probably that uh, Lucas Niang. Uh, I think he's there, so yeah. I mean, like, like sure. you say, it's the Chiefs. I'm sure they'll be fine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's go on to the Raiders. Re-signing um, Marcus Mariota. You, you, said, you said you didn't think he'd take less. Well, he's taken less. Three and a half million this season. Um, I, I heard, I heard that they'd um, they'd really messed him about or something. So, because someone was saying that it's going to be hard for him to deal with agents now from now on because of what they've done with Mariota. I can't, I'm not quite sure what they've done. Yeah, I think they were. They like they like held him like hostage basically, and like didn't let him talk to anyone else, and then just said, oh. Please take a uh, just take a pick up for us. So yeah, they they also signed center Andre James for three years, twelve and a half million, um, and Matt Dickerson on defensive interior. Obviously uh, Kenyon Drake. I don't know if he he signed on our last one, but Kenyon Drake's a decent signing. But you've got Jacob, so I just I'm not really sure why why you needed Drake. I I get that people want two one two punches nowadays, but I just, I, I really, really hate Jibs. I feel like he could have just done it on his own. Just had a, you could have just had like a young rookie in there. I, I, I feel like giving Kenyon Drake fourteen and a half million over two years is a lot of money for someone who probably ain't gonna see the ball much. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I exactly know what you mean there. It is a lot of money for what you're basically gonna be paying a backup running back. You'd think. <clears throat> with Josh Jacobs being the future and everything. But yeah, like you say, it's the one-two punch in it. It just seems to be popular with teams at the minute. But yeah, I think they've overpaid for that one-two punch that they're doing at the minute. Yeah, well, let's move on to the Chargers. They have signed no one since we last spoke. Obviously, we talked about Jared Cook last time. And that's the last one that it says they've signed. Um, the Rams brought in Deshaun Jackson. You know, the details of the contract still aren't available, but what do you think to Jackson getting getting a, a shot with the Rams? I think it's a good it's a good fit definitely, especially with the way um, Sean McVay coaches his offense. I think uh, they did need a bit of help at wide receiver. 
obviously you've still got like Cooper Cup and that, but they definitely need yeah. a speedster, and obviously that's just what Deshaun Jackson is. Perfect for Stafford as well, with the way Stafford likes to push the ball downfield. So yeah, I mean it's a good fit, definitely. Was um was McVeigh your OC when Jackson were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Deshaun Jackson, Garson, and uh, Kirk Cousins at QB. What a team! What a team! Eh? Mhm. Uh, the Miami Dolphins. Um, obviously talked about Will Fuller, so they haven't signed anyone new. Uh, um, the Vikings again. The last one's Nick Patrick Peterson. We spoke about that. The Patriots. Uh, I don't think they've re-signed James White one year two and a half million uh, re-signed Lawrence Guy re-signed David Andrews they've just been after they went um, heavy at the start of free agency they've, it looks like they've just been focusing on re-signing players which you know, David Andrews one of the best centres in game so it's a decent signing James White just someone else for Cam to you know have as a weapon but all their stuff were done right at the start. So moving on to the New Orleans Saints, they've signed Winston to a one-year contract that can go up to twelve million, and they've re-signed safety PJ Williams for one year, two and a half million. But the thing when you talk about the Saints is, is it do they go with Winston or do they go with Hill? I think they go. I, I, personally, I go Jameis, but obviously, you know, I'm not the New Orleans Saints head coach or GM. I'm but personally, I'd go Winston over Hill. Can't lie. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's fair enough. Um, it's just, I just find it strange that they played Hill when um, Breeze were out. I just find it strange that if they're going to go with Winston now. But, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, the Giants, obviously we spoke about Golladay, but we didn't speak about him on the last free agency pod. So, Golladay, four years, 72 million. The boy, yeah. Kyle Rudolph, two years, 14 million. <laughs> um, brought in Mike Glennon, John Ross, uh, but the most recent acquisition, the Dory Jackson, three years, thirty-nine million, twenty-seven of it guaranteed. Yeah, they're paying a lot of money out there. They're trying to definitely make a splash. I think they do right as well because I think um, the NFC East is still up for grabs. Obviously, everyone talks about Washington and Dallas being the front two runners, but New York can definitely make a move on that. So I think they're doing right about spending big because they're definitely in a win-now mode for this division. So it makes perfect sense what they're doing because I think Philly are going to be the whooping boys of this division. So yeah, New York yeah. can definitely try and help challenge. I mean, they've, they've brought in Joe Flacco, so you clearly <laughs> not, you don't have much uh, ambition. Um, the Jets, they have brought in safety Lamarcus Joyner, one year, 4.5 million. Keelan Cole, one year, five and a half million. Brian Tyler Croft, Sheldon Rankins, I like that signing, two years, 17 mil. Um, running back Tevin Coleman, one year, two million. And Edge Vinny Curry for one year, 1.5 million. Uh, I like Sheldon Rankins and um, you know, Keelan Cole's a decent receiver. Joiner's a decent safety, but just a tough division for the Jets. And I don't think they've done enough with these with this free agency to make a difference. Um, you know, they're unsure on the quarterback position. You know, do they go with a drafted player or do they stick with Arnold? And that's the real question with Jets. Still got 27 million. Still some moves they could potentially make, but yeah, um, it's been a, it's just a it's, a it's a tough off season because 
they're in such a tough division, you know, and then the Patriots have gone berserk. The Bills are going to be good, and then Dolphins are a solid team. So, yeah, we'll have to see where they go quarterback, and then, then we have to see it from. Uh, we just mentioned them, the Eagles signed safety Anthony Harris, one year, five mil, and Joe Flacco. I mean, I don't know how a team can see what he's done for the Broncos and the Jets and still give him a chance, but that's the Eagles, I guess. Um, the Steelers, we mentioned in the of last episode, Juju signed one, but uh, that's all they've done so far. Um, 49ers, uh, since signing Trent and Alex Mack, not really anything. Um, the Seattle Seahawks um, brought in the re-signed Chris Carson for three years, twenty-four million. It's quite a lot of money for a um, quite a lot of money there for a running back. Just what do you think of that? I don't think Chris Carson's worth that kind of money. Like I say, I think Chris yeah. Carson's just a squad depth kind of running back. I don't think he's worth that money, but I mean, teams are just overpaying at the minute for anyone and everyone because salary cap just isn't a thing in the words of Harrison Colby so I mean well let's get to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers how (laughs) are they signing all these players I don't understand and Dominic into one year 10 million I just I don't understand and it's not fair it's just it's just not fair Maka I don't get it Um, moving on to the Titans signed uh, Josh Reynolds, who was at the Rams, you know, decent little receiver. Um, it's going to your boys. I'm pretty sure we talked about Curtis Samuel. So yeah, uh, they've re-signed Danny Johnson, Jared Norris, and I'll be honest, I don't have a clue who they are. Yeah, Danny Johnson's like punt, like punt and kickoff returner, and then uh, Jared, Jared Norris. Yeah, again, he's just there to make up the roster. I don't think he barely played any snaps <laughs> at linebacker. Well, I mean, maybe they'll, they'll see something in the like and he might get a bit more of a shock because obviously Kevin Pierre-Lewis isn't there now, so he might go like one-up the depth chart, but yeah, he's still like third or fourth on linebacker depth chart. Yeah, well, that's all the teams. Uh, I just thought I'd run through uh, the best players left at each position. I won't say all of them, but you know, quarterback, Alex Smith, Colt McCoy, um, Blaine Gabbert, there ain't really. It's only really Smith <laughs> who was yeah. left at uh, quarterback. But for running backs, there's still Leonard Fournette, James Connor, Todd Gurley, Matt Breda, Duke Johnson, um, Dion Lewis, Rex Burkhead, Adrian Peterson, Le'Veon Bell. You know, still some decent, decent players at running back who um, who are still available. Not sure how many teams need running back you know the Falcons do if they if Gurley isn't coming back so um, but yeah you know I'm, do you have any do you have any thoughts on where any of them could end up I reckon uh, I reckon at least half of them that you've mentioned there I reckon they just re-sign you know like people like Gurley I see Gurley saying yeah. Falcons yeah, yeah, yeah I think most of them will just re-sign because like you say what teams are really wanting to spend too much money on bringing in a free uh, free agent running back so yeah I think a lot yeah. it's just going to be restructured contracts and just bring them back in the building basically uh, wide receiver so got Antonio Brown Fitzgerald but I mean if he goes anywhere it's going to be Cardinals uh, 
Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, Danny Amendola, Willie Sneed, Golden Tate, Cordell Patterson, Des Bryant, D.D. Westbrook. You know, there's still, still a lot of talent left at, um, at wide receiver. You know, we mentioned with Brown, probably just goes back to books, if anywhere. Uh, you know, but Washington could still do with some receiver help, so maybe you could bring in someone like a, I don't know, Demarcus Robinson, uh, Golden Tate, someone like that, maybe. Um, you know, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of teams who still could do with like a wide receiver three or wide receiver two. So yeah, still some talent there. Tight end, you've got Tyler Eifert, Virgil Green, um, Seth Devalve, Jordan Reed, uh, Jer- Jeremy Sprinkle. You're gonna get rid of Jeremy Sprinkle? What are you doing? <laughs> We'll see, I think we might not, you never know. You bet mate, you best not. Best not. That that would that would be a sad day for football. Uh offensive tackle. You got obviously Schwartz and Fisher who got released, Russell O'Kung, uh Villanueva, Fleming, um Jason Peters, Damar Dotson. You know, so again, just some decent decent talent there, but all seem to be, you know, past the past the prime and Probably just looking for one-year deals to end out the career. Um, guard, Trey Turner, DJ Fluker, Brian Winters, um, Kalechios Mele. Again, just sim- similar to a tackle. Seems to be a lot of older people who, who, are, who are looking just for, to end their career somewhere. Um, not many centres to talk about. Austin Wright from the Chiefs. They were backups anyway, so... Uh, defensive tackle Tyrone Crawford Jarrell Casey Gene Atkins I just mentioned Danny Shelton Demarcus Walker from the Broncos as well Damon Harrison from the Packers you know still especially you know Casey and Atkins they're they're very good they're very good on the on defensive line so hopefully they get they all get picked up uh, edge rushers Melvin Ingram Jadavion Clowney Aldon Smith Carlos Dunlap Ryan Kerrigan your boy Trent Murphy. Um, so, do you want to talk about Kerrigan? Have you, are you okay to talk about Kerrigan, Macca? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, Washington are still keen on trying to get him back in the building. Obviously, be more, again, it would just be more of a backup role like he was in this season. He might, he might get more snaps, though, because uh, Ryan Anderson, former like, second-round pick from Washington, or third-round pick, sorry, um, he might be on the move, so... Might give him a bit more snap time than he did, than he had the past season, but they yeah. definitely won't want to. Obviously, they won't be paying him what they did pay him last season because it'd be a completely new contract that they offered him. But yeah, Kerrigan did have that visit with the Bengals yesterday. Nothing's really come about it yet so far. So if, unless something happens next week with it, but I'd love to see him get re-signed. I'd love to see him just finish as a player at Washington, but I just don't see it happening, especially with how young this defensive line is. Yeah, it's just it's only getting younger. So, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe next week we finally find out where he's heading. Yeah, maybe. Um, linebackers: KJ Wright, Avery Williamson, um, Sean Lee, Devondre Camp, um, uh, Michael Kendricks from Washington. I, I don't again. Don't know who that is. I don't know if you're gonna. You can enlighten the two-point nation who Michael Kendricks is. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he's mainly known for playing at Seattle. I think Washington signed him 
when he got like released by Seattle halfway through the season last year. But yeah, he barely again barely played any snaps. Very low on the depth chart. Just a roster filler, if anything else. But yeah, yeah. It, I think he was mainly not. I think he played at Seattle for a couple seasons, but don't think he ever really started in Seattle either. Well, this is where it gets good. Richard Sherman, Quinton Dunbar, um, Brian Poole, Nicole Robicoman, uh, AJ Boye, um, Josh Norman, Jason McCarty. You know, a lot of talent at cornerback who are who still are yet to be signed. You know, we said Sherman could end up at the Jets. Um, you know, you know, Cowboys still need someone like that. The Raiders still. Vikings, obviously they brought in Peterson, but it's always good to have some, have some, have more than have a few cornerbacks who are good. So, no, still a lot of moves to make there. Um, safeties, you've got Xavier Woods, Trey Boston. That's really it. Will Parks from the Broncos, but you know I'd, I'd like to see Will Parks come back as the third safety. Kickers, you got. Zane Gonzalez, Stephen Gotzkowski, Dan Bailey, Mike Mike Nugent. So, you know, if teams need kickers, there's some there. And then punters, Thomas Morstead. That's about it, really. But yeah, they're, <laughs> they're the best players from each position still available. There's a sort of a trend, isn't there? It's just a lot of guys that are quite old coming to the twilight years of their careers, early 30s and so on. So all the young guys have been snapped up, really, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that seems to be what happens nowadays, isn't it? You know, if you want an older person, if you want a more experienced veteran, you just wait till after the um, wait till after the draft. Yeah, see what your biggest needs are after the draft when you picked up the young guys, isn't it? Yeah. Well, um, now that's done. Would you? Well, you don't, you don't, obviously you're not going to like to talk about something like this, but I feel like it's important that it, it does get mentioned. Um, Deshaun Watson has, you know, it's, first of all, it, actually, it's important to say none of these allegations have, you know, they've, they've not been uh, said to be true or false, just allegations at the moment. But I do think it's pretty telling when you have 14 women claiming sexual assault against a man. Um, you know, uh, it started with a massage therapist from Houston. Then the next day, another massage therapist. You know, it's it doesn't look good for him. You know, me as a Broncos fan, I definitely don't want him now. I, I just... I'd, I'd rather stick with just I just I'd, anyone. I don't want someone who who has this. You know, again, it's not been proven, but I just feel like 14 people coming forward is pretty telling. Um, say all these women, very brave for coming forward. You know, especially against a, a star athlete. I just it can be pretty daunting to come forward against a man who probably has a lot of legal power. You know. He can certainly afford it. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say because you, know, you don't want to say too much because nothing's been proven yet. But I thought it was important to me- to mention the fact why you know we've not been mentioning Watson's name much the past few pods. 
you got anything to say on the map? I mean, like you say, it's just it's such a dark dampener. Just it's not like I mean, either way you look at it, it it's just a lose lose situation on both sides. Because at the end of the day, it's like you say, this is all rumours and allegations. But at the end of the day, someone's right and someone's wrong. You know, two people cannot be right. So either you know, Deshaun Watson has committed you know these you know acts which just shouldn't obviously you know are not right and shouldn't happen in the world. Oh, we've got just accusations made against Deshaun Watson that are false, and a man's being falsely accused. You know what I mean? It's a it's a lose lose situation either way. Yeah. Whether Deshaun yeah. Watson is innocent or guilty, do you know what I mean? Like either way, we're going to look on this situation as like bad. Either way, so but yeah, I mean it's a weird one. It's it, I just think it's it's obviously there's a lot of rumors. You know, you don't want to see a man who we've seen on the field. Just always just play with like to the highest honor. He's always played with so much respect. He's always he's a role model to a man kids. of God. A man of God. Yeah, I get yeah, a role model to kids. Man of God, like you say, never put a foot wrong on the field. He'd never put a foot wrong off the field before this. So I mean, yeah. but it makes you think. I mean, you never you never really know someone, do you? Like we see, unfortunately, we see it every day, every year in the news. We see if you know someone come out about someone where we think you know they could never do that. But like you say again, it's rumours, it's accusations, it's allegations at the moment. And you know, hopefully the truth will come out. But either way, it's a sad, sad day. And this yeah. is either way, this has ruined his legacy. I think. Uh, yeah. You look, I mean, at, yeah. look at someone like Kobe Bryant, Ben Roethlisberger. It's still, you know, it's, you still think about it. Like, you know, I think it's important to say as well. You know, it's really important that, you know, a lot of this, a lot of sexual assault, women don't even say out about it, you know. It's just some of the things women have to deal with. I just want, I think it's important to say that, you know, women should be encouraged to come forward when things like this happen to them. And, you know, it's important that people don't just not believe them. Obviously, you know, it's still important to find the truth. But, yeah, I just, because, um, I I don't you're not much of a wrestling fan. You know, with your wrestling references that you got wrong. But um, <laughs> early last year, there was a thing called the Speaking Out movement, which was against. It turned out a lot of a lot of the British wrestlers and a lot, even still, a lot of American wrestlers had been using, you know, their, you know, like f- fame and power to manipulate uh, fans, like women who were fans attending the events and. Turned out like a, a few of them had, you know, used used their um, status to, you know, talk to talk to minors as well. So, you know, it, it just reminded me of that and how it was good that the wrestling community gathered around these brave women to who came out and spoke and spoke out against these against these men who committed these acts. So, yeah, I just want to say I feel like it is important for for women to know that their voices will be heard. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, like you say, yeah, and that's a good movement. There's other great movements out there, like you know the Me Too movement. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like you said, though, you know, you can do all these things, movements and protests, but end of day, you know, just feel free to talk to people. This is this is about anything, though, guys. This isn't just about obviously, you know, like all the Deshaun Watson claims or anything, but anything in life, you need to talk to someone, family, friend member, friend, um, family member yeah, or a friend. Yeah. You know, a profession, even seek professionals' help. You know, so 
feel free. But I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll move past that anyway. And I just want to move on to Deshaun Watson then from a football standpoint. Do we see him week one of the NFL uh, 2021 season starting? I don't think team? I don't think we do. I, I'd be surprised. Um, just, just I, I, I obviously I, I I wasn't a fan when Big you know when Big Ben had his case. Did did he did he get were he playing around when it happened? Um, I I honestly don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, I cannot remember. But I want to say. I want to say yeah, but uh, yeah, I can't, I can't remember, but I want to say yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's five months. It's about five months in it till first week one of the regular season. So yeah, does yeah. this obviously all, does it all come out within five months? Because obviously it can be a lengthy process. I'm he, sure. was, he was suspended for four games, it says, in the 2010 season. So for the first four games. It's, well, it says Roethlisberg was suspended for four games during the 2010 NFL season for violating the league's personal conduct policy. I, I assume that's what they're talking about. Um, yeah, 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 that is. Cause <clears throat> in 2009, so, you know, I, it's just, it depends, doesn't it? It depends on on the case and and what comes out of the Deshaun Watson stuff. Obviously, if it comes out that he is in fact innocent, then you know, fair enough, he, he should be playing. But if it comes out that he's guilty, then yeah, he shouldn't shouldn't ever play again. You know, I, I just yeah, it's just something you're gonna have to wait and see about. Like Maka mentioned, if you if you need help, receive you know, there's help out there for everyone. Even us, even if you want to just message two punt the two punt nation, me and Harrison are always happy. Get you on as a guest, have a little <laughs> chat. But um. Yeah, that's it for this this free agency pod. Any final notes, Maka? Yeah, I mean, I hope we didn't end it on such a dark mood dampener. I hope people, you know, obviously just understood, you know, we were just going to cover a bit it of background on it. it yeah, yeah, to. exactly. Yeah, because obviously Deshaun Watson is such a big story at the minute. I suppose we have to cover the biggest stories, don't we? But like yeah. we say, hopefully, you know, when more truths come out about this, we can talk a bit more in depth about it. You know, hopefully... Justice is served, you know, which with whatever happens, hopefully, you know, just justice is served and the right thing is done in this deep dark world. But yeah, I mean, you know, next on Sunday we'll on not Sunday, sorry, on Tuesday we'll shine a bit more light on the two pump podcast. Yep. Well, thanks for listening, guys. You know, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, share us with your friends, family. Get more people into the two pump nation. Peace. Peace.